Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from the Lancet Oncology. I'm Richard Lane and this month we're discussing treatment for adult myeloid leukemia, specifically a meta-analysis published in a research article. Let's hear from our guest author introducing himself. Dr. Robert Karen Hills, I am a reader in translational statistics and head of the Hematology Clinical Trials Unit at Cardiff University. Dr. Hills, many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Oncology. You're one of the authors of a research paper, and this is looking at an agent concerning the treatment of adult myeloid leukemia, AML. And it has a very difficult name. I'm going to ask you to pronounce it rather than mess it up myself. Tell us, tell us the name of this agent. The agent we looked at is called gemtuzumab azogamycin, which you're right, is a bit of a tongue twister. It's uh, probably more commonly referred to as either GEO or GO and I think I'll probably use one of those two. This agent, it's one of these targeted agents, isn't it? This particular one, Go, has had a chequered history. Can, can you give us some context here? I think the best thing to do is to go back to about 2000, uh, because in May 2000, the FDA in the United States uh, gave accelerated approval for Go, and the indication there was for older patients, which they described as patients aged over the age of 60, who had AML, uh, who had relapsed and who were not considered candidates for standard chemotherapy. And this was based on a phase two trial, uh, which demonstrated a 30% response rate. Now, of course, this is an accelerated approval and continued approval in order to actually sort of get full approval. There was a requirement for a confirmatory or a, a regulatory phase three trial. That was to be done by the Southwest Oncology Group, uh, the SWOG group, and that would be the SWOG 0106 study. In the meantime, other groups took up GO, and they were looking at combining it with intensive chemotherapy in the induction treatment of AML. A number of different schedules were put forward, but generally speaking, uh, the drug was given either at 3 milligrams per meter squared or six milligrams per meter squared. And this is to be used with induction chemotherapy? Yes, and this is to be used during the induction chemotherapy course. So, for example, um, from a UK perspective, um, the UK trials gave three milligrams per meter squared of go on the first day of the first course of induction chemotherapy. So there were about five trials that combined this with induction chemotherapy what happened is that in the uk there were two trials run there was the uh, mrc aml 15 trial and the uh, ncri aml 16 trial and those were in younger and older patients respectively so patients generally under 60 and generally over 60. there were two trials run in france uh, and there was one by the golams group and one by the alpha group and then there was this SWOG 0106 study that I mentioned earlier. And the SWOG 0106 study gave six milligrams per meter squared of GO with induction chemotherapy. And an interim analysis of that showed that there was an excess of early mortality. The control arm, the patients who didn't get GO, had a very low early mortality. But the patients who were getting GO had a higher early mortality, which was actually more in line with what we expect to see with standard chemotherapy in normal circumstances. And of course, because this drug was going to be approved via the SWOG 0106 study, these results had a large effect. And in 2010, um, Pfizer, who make GO, 
uh, voluntarily withdrew the drug from the U.S. market. Subsequent to that, the Alpha study from France and the AML-16 study both found significant survival benefits from giving go, and their dose there was 3 milligrams per meter squared. So we're left in, in an awkward situation that there is a drug where two trials have shown a significant survival benefit, and of course the drug is not available. It's, it's been largely pulled from the market, although it is still licensed in Japan. And so in order to work out what is going on and to assess the totality of the evidence and not give weight to a trial that says there's an early toxicity or give more weight to a trial that says that there is a long-term survival benefit, we decided to combine all the data together and get all the groups that have done these phase three trials together and we would do a meta-analysis to give the totality of the evidence. Thank you. Excellent summary there. So, good. Just very briefly, um, a little bit more detail about your meta-analysis and tell us what you found. We combined these five trials in adults and the headline result is that if you combine all the data together at whatever dose, there is a significant benefit in overall survival. Uh, it's not a huge benefit, but there is a significant benefit of overall survival at P equals 0.01. More interestingly, we found that the early death excess that was seen in the SWOG 0106 study was not seen in any of the trials that used 3 milligrams per meter squared. So the excess mortality could either be down to the trial or there is indirect evidence it could be down to the higher dose that was given, this six milligrams per meter squared. Additionally, what we found is that we can f predict who is likely to benefit from GO treatment in that if you have got uh, chromosomal abnormalities in your AML, so a cytogenetic risk group that is either favorable or intermediate, then you will derive significant benefit from GO. And it is really quite a large benefit if you have what's called a core binding factor leukemia, the best type of AML. However, if your cytogenetic risk group is adverse, if you've got very poor risk disease, there doesn't seem to be any benefit from GO. Uh, this, of course, isn't the most helpful splitting because cytogenetic analysis takes a few days and we're giving the treatment almost before the cytogenetic result is known. But if we can speed up the an analysis and identification of this risk group, then it could be used to help stratify who should get GO. And that is the key point, isn't it? If we can identify people with um, poor prognosis or poor cytology. That's right. If you can identify those poor prognosis people, they don't get any harm from having GO, they just don't derive the benefit. Some clear implications from the results of your meta-analysis. Do, you do you actually think GO should be reinstated? I think that the data should be looked at again in totality because we now have 3,000 patients in this meta-analysis as opposed to five to 600 in the original SWOG 0106 study. So we, we have you know, five to six times as much data here as we had in the original look by the FDA. And you can understand that the FDA were cautious uh, about possible excess toxicity. 
but I think what this has shown is that three milligrams per meter squared is a dose that doesn't seem to cause any XX toxicity and does seem to confer a survival benefit by reducing the risk of relapse. What we don't know yet is quite how to give this because the French alpha study saw a much larger benefit by giving two slightly smaller doses of uh, GO in that they capped their GO dose at five milligrams at each dose, but gave it on days one and days four. So there may be an argument to say that you deploy it slightly differently than we have done in the past in the UK. But uh, we certainly, irrespective of the schedule, are seeing a survival benefit. And certainly in 70% of the patients, that's quite a reasonably large survival benefit. So, pardon the pun, but, but where do we go from here? Well, that's a very good question. In the UK, um, the research in AML, it, both of the new trials are going to actually assess how to give GO. Um, and we've managed to source go from Japan where it is still licensed. But I do think that uh, this is something where we ought to see if there is any chance of getting the decision uh, reviewed uh, and whether this meta-analysis could actually help contribute to, to, to getting a license for go. How does the oncology community potentially take action here i mean you've got you've got a, a meta-analysis here you need you need the community to 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 be advocates behind it don't you to at least get some discussion going with a view to a decision a new decision absolutely i think that that getting this information out there and getting people to understand that go provides a benefit and getting this you know, before the appropriate people wherever possible is very important and i think there's also a, you know, a need to engage with the drug company to engage with pfizer uh, and see what they want to do with it as well robert hills on the line from the university of cardiff one of the authors on this lancet oncology paper many thanks indeed for talking to the lancet oncology it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you all for listening see you next time